Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here in Auckland, New Zealand for day 287 of 365 days of Bible reading. Great to have you here with me no matter where you are around the world. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and all of our other platforms, a massive welcome to today. And it is another set of seven days, which means congratulations are in order. You've made it another week through the Bible reading plan. Great to have you here with me today. Let's have a look at what scriptures we're going to be reading today, and then we'll get into our coffee, our super store-bought can or bottle of coffee. Today's Psalm 119, verse 33 to 40. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 17. And Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 24 to chapter 31, verse 14. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. As always, they're in the descriptions on every platform. Now, time for the brew. And I'm excited today because this is new from All Press Espresso. I actually went to, at the time of recording, I went to their actual roastery, uh, or maybe it's just their flagship cafe. I think it is their flagship cafe here in Auckland, and my word, it's beautiful. You should go and check it out. Coffee was great too, and very fast. I ordered a coffee, and before I'd sat down, he pretty much already made it for me. So, this though is their cold latte, iced specialty coffee. It's, uh, this is what it says on the, on the can. Our take on a stone-cold classic, Brazilian specialty coffee, perfectly brewed and blended with creamy dairy milk. Rich, bold, and smooth. Now, I'm excited to try this because often you have these cans and they are like oat milk. This is actual mumu milk, cow's milk. And I'm excited to give this a try today uh, and see what this tastes like. I've got high hopes for the all-press. So, let me just whack that open and uh and hey if this goes well this might shoot to the top of my favorite coffee cans let's give it a go cheers they've done it they've done it they've done it yep that's that is awesome that is by far that right here is by far the best flat white in a can that i've had it's not oat milk it's fantastic. Now, I will give it to them that there's quite a bit of sugar in there, <laughs> which I think you have to add if you want to get rid of the, the bitterness of the coffee. How much sugar? 10 grams per serving, and uh, each can is a serving. So 10 grams. It's quite a bit. It is a 3.5 house star rating, though, so I'm going to give it that, but that is a really good canned coffee i i highly recommend that you should definitely give that a go i thoroughly like that i'm gonna give that 10 out of 10 yep i'm feeling it 10 out of 10 for the all press flat white in a can how good we've had some bad ones so that feels good to get a good one that is it though for the brews for today let's get into the bible the reason that we are here have you ever heard of the term backsliding before it's a term that's defined as the action of relapsing into bad ways or error And when we come to Christ, what we do is we're committing to a new way of living. When we give our lives to God, we're saying that our life is now one with Christ. We've left our old way of sin behind, and now we're stepping forward into a new life, holy and righteous. And that's the way that we're going to live. That's what we're saying. But when we backslide, what we're doing is we're returning back to living our life of sin. But how does this happen? Well, usually it starts in two places, our hearts and our eyes. Look at what the psalmist writes in verse 36 to 37. It says, it come up on screen. 
Turn my heart towards your statutes and not towards selfish gain. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. This is what happens. Whenever we start to backslide, two things happen. Number one, our hearts begin to turn to selfish desires. And number two, our eyes begin to look and lust for worthless things. We have to help each other identify when our heart starts to skip and our eyes start to slip. We have to help each other. We have to help each other identify when our hearts start to skip and when our eyes start to slip. If we start uh, sliding backwards, it's hard to stop on our own. Remember that Jesus actually encourages us in the book of Matthew 24, 13, whoever stands firm to the end will be saved. Strong hearts and focused eyes ensure that we don't backslide, but stand firm. One of the ways we can become destabled in our faith is by buying into false teaching and ideas that don't line up with the actual gospel message. Paul warns the church in Thessalonia to stand firm by not letting themselves be deceived in any way and easily unsettled or alarmed. Here's my question. Who is the devil? Well, he's a deceiver. Among other things, he is a deceiver. He loves to mislead others by false appearance or statement, and he does this usually habitually. Now, what I mean by that is it's his habit. It's his nature. He's cunning, and he stalks his prey looking for who he can devour. What he does is he takes seed truth and uses it as the base for the deception. In the same way when you're trying to give your dog or your cat medication and you wrap their pill in peanut butter or cheese to get them to think the pill isn't there, that's exactly what the devil does with deception. The devil uses truth, some seed form of truth, that's like the peanut butter, to hide the lie, which is like the pill. And in doing so, he gets us to take the poison and buy into the deception. When we've been deceived for a period longer than a few days, we, we start to begin to live in that deception, the darkness, and the confusion, having false ideologies and theories about who God really is. The classic example of this right now is, is this thought that because God is love, we should be tolerant to everyone and everything. There's no standard because God is love. But that, 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 that's kind of true in, in terms of the fact that God is love. That's like our peanut butter. But the deception then becomes around the tolerance. The Bible is full of examples and correction and rebuke for sin. God, as a father, disciplines and corrects because of his love. But if we're not careful, we buy into the deception and we live a perverted reality. So what are we supposed to do? Well, Paul encourages the church to do two things. Number one is to know the word of God for yourself, to study it, to get it deep into your heart. And the second thing that Paul encourages us to do is to have a pastor or a leader that you can talk to about theology and ideologies. What we have to do, guys, is we have to stay on guard and ready for the deception that comes our way. If we're going to stand firm in our faith, then we need to remember that we're not actually alone. The battle we face for our faith is not one that God expects for us to do on our own. God designed us to be in a strong, rich, healthy community. There's both safety and strength in relationships. False prophets and teachers have been around for a long time. If you read the book of Jeremiah like I have, you know that he's constantly warning the people of Israel about false prophets too. Unfortunately for Israel, they buy into them hook, line, and sinker. In response, excuse me, in response to Jer Jeremiah and his prophecies, he actually gets four things that Israel could look forward to in the context of community. This canned coffee gives me hiccups. I don't know why. These four things are what we need today 
as well. So these are four things that Jeremiah prophesies that Israel could look forward to in the context of their community. Even though they bought into the false prophets, these are four things that Jeremiah gives them within the context of community that they can look forward to and help them get out of their rut. Number one is worship. The second thing is growth. The third thing is strength. And the third thing is leadership. Worship, growth, strength, and leadership. These four things found in community adds to the strength of both the community itself and the individuals who call that community home. The reality is, is we need community. We need each other. We need community and we need each other. It's not about community based on race or identity, but it's community based on the kingdom of God. The name of Jesus is what we unify and rally around. And when we worship him together, we grow together. And when we grow together, we get strong. And when we get strong, we follow leadership and we can make a difference in the world around us. We need community. All of us need a Christ-centered community. And we need to help each other from going in the wrong direction into brokenness, despair, and hurt. Verse of the day. Verse of the day today, Jeremiah 31.3 says, The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. God's love for us is an everlasting love. Even when we stuff up and we fall short, we still need him. We need his correction and discipline, especially when we fall short of his glory. That's what we find in an everlasting love. What we need to do is we need to accept the fact that in God's everlasting love, we also need his correction and discipline so that we can see what's wrong in our lives and draw even closer to him. And that is it for the Daily Brew today, day 287, 287 days of 365 days of Bible reading. I'm praying for you as always that as you read these scriptures, God would speak to you and reveal more of himself to you. That is it though for today. A massive thank you no matter where you are around the world. Thank you for joining me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all of our other platforms. I'm praying for you. Have a great rest of your day. Tomorrow we start Tea Week. Annalise is going to be back with a brand new week of Tea Week. So I will see you in seven days back here on the Daily Brew. Until then though, if it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew. Go buy these all-press espressos. They are good.